Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the PY3 podcast. Today, we got a full day. Um, we got I, Today's a special day. I got my very first guest. I'm really, really excited. Looking forward to that. And we got a sports topic. We're going to settle the debate between Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz. Who is the better man? That's going to be the first half of the show. Second half, we got a guest. So, first and foremost, thank you, Taker. Thank you, Undertaker. I absolutely love the man. He is a the phenom, the icon, the dead man. Thank you, Taker. If you haven't already watched The Last Ride on WWE Network, watch it. I guarantee you it's, it, it, it's going to be worth it. It's, it's worth the money you're paying for it. And I, honestly, you, if, if you're a new subscriber, you get the whole month free and you, abs- and, and you get to watch the upcoming pay-per-views. But what I really looked forward to was watching the documentary of The Last Ride. And it was very, very great. So make sure you guys check it out. Give, give it a whirl. So the debate is simple. Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. And you can't, you can't prove me wrong. I want someone out there to prove me wrong. Who's the better quarterback? Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? I'll put a poll up on my Instagram page. But if you ask me, Dak Prescott's the way better quarterback than Carson Wentz. He has the numbers. He has the stats. Carson Wentz, yeah, his second year was great, but he got hurt. He's injury prone. So if Carson Wentz get hurt, gets hurt, who's going to be the backup? They don't got the Nick Foles anymore. He did it again last year. He got hurt. Josh McCown had to step in. He couldn't finish the game. Josh McCown got hurt too. So if you ask me, Dak Prescott's just overall the better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Overall, shoot, Carson Wentz was the first. The it was was drafted in the first round, the second overall pick by the Eagles, I believe. And he had high hopes his rookie year. Dak Prescott had to prove himself to be on the roster. A guy from Mississippi State who got drafted in the fourth round, the fourth round, I believe, and had to prove himself. I understand that da- Tony Romo and and Kellen Moore got hurt. So they just threw Dak Prescott like you have you have to win you have to hold it down until Tony comes back. He didn't just hold it down. He proved to be a legit starter. He proved himself that year, his rookie year, his twenty sixteen season. Carson Wentz not so much. Carson Wentz struggled his rookie season, as any other rookie would. But if you I'll give Carson Wentz his twenty seventeen season. Carson Wentz played phenomenal his twenty seventeen season, outplayed Dak Prescott. At, at points but he got hurt that same year they were supposed they Carson Wentz was supposed to play in the playoffs he didn't play he got hurt played against, playing against the Rams he hurt himself and then Nick Foles had to step in and go go on from there and then they won the Super Bowl So the debate is simple. Dak Prescott's a better quarterback. The only thing the only thing I think Dak Prescott struggles with is throwing the ball behind his receivers. Especially if it's on the slant. If someone's in the slant, like Gallup or or Cooper or Cobb when last year's season, for example, that he he threw the ball behind him and it was hard for him to, to stop and make a grab and turn the whole body around and catch the ball. And that's what made minimal gain, a minimal yardage gain. That's why I think Carson Wentz beats Dak Prescott. That like he can throw the ball on target on the money, but and, and 
Carson Wentz has a bigger arm than Dak. Let me be honest. But Dak Prescott has the ball security. He has the knowledge and, and stuff like that. And I think that's where he has that advantage because he had Tony Romo, his rookie year, in his ear. He had a veteran behind him telling him what to do, who to throw the ball to, I'm pretty sure. And they studied together. And, and it's simple. And to be honest, Carson Wentz outplayed Dak Prescott last year when the division title was on the line. But overall, Dak Prescott's just a better quarterback. And I don't want to hear any more about it. This isn't just my opinion. This is a a real debate going on right now. Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Trust me when I say that. So now we're going to shift gears from the debate in sports to my very first guest. He's my close friend. He's my I basically say he's my brother. I love this dude to death. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners from wherever you are, I want you guys to meet my pal, my buddy, Lauren Anthony. Hey, Lauren. Hey. Hey, we got it to work. Yes. Jeez. All right, cool, cool. We got it to work. Wow. That took forever, man. We had some technical difficulties there. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, man. No no worries. No worries. Okay, all right, cool. So... You already, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast yet, but it's, this is what I'm going to go over with you. It's basically about sports, my life, what I like to do, my goals, and how I'm going to reach them, how I'm going to achieve them. And I, I like to talk about life. I like to keep it on the life topic, but I want people to know who you are. So you're my first guest, Lauren. So this is, this, this is pretty, this is pretty badass. This is a cool moment for me and, and what I'm trying to do with the podcast. So introduce yourself, man. Let, let the listeners know who you are. Okay, well, my name is Lauren Anthony, and I uh, am Navajo, res kid from the Navajo Nation, for those that are non-Navajos out there, and for those that are Navajo, I will say that uh, So if you heard any of those four clans, then we don't have any plans after nine uh, because more likely we're related. And uh, more people know me for my advocacy and activism work uh, with uh, youth, elders, and just kind of keeping people involved with community stuff. Um, been in, uh, let me see, a recovering addict, alcoholic, and use all of that energy to change people's lives and then also change the world around them and just give my best all the time to people because like for me like it's not about how big your how big your house is and what kind of car you drive or how much you have in your bank account it's more about how much you can give whatever knowledge you have because you know at the end of the day i really believe your life is about sharing what you have your experiences and stuff and and that's one of the reasons why I agreed to, you know, helping people like you out with your podcast and being a, being a guest and stuff like that, because it's, it's a good platform for everybody to express their voice, express their experiences, and then also, you know, be in a place where um, I like to have people have like a safe place, you know, to basically bullshit sometimes, because it's like for me, like, 
Uh, I'm, I'm a type of guy where people look at me and they see the halo on my head um, and think like I'm, I'm an angel all the time. But the reality is, is you know, like you, you, to get things done, you got to you got to cross the line sometimes. And, and some, sometimes, they, you know, people don't understand that side and and you got to deal with things that are on a negative ends. But um, my main deal is like you can do that, but then stay focused and and rebalance yourself and stay and stay positive. But the main point is just positivity in general because it's it's a working it's a working um, effort consistently. It's a teeter totter. You 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 stay at one end too long, the other side goes up, so you got to go the other way, and you can never stay uh, on one end too long. And that's how life is. So that's kind of. In a nutshell, the Navajo Forest Gump, if that helps, a uh, little bit of everything, you know, was a rock star, movie star, uh, not not a porn star, but um, <laughs> oh no, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to work on my porn body. <laughs> oh man, you're great, Lauren. You're great. I absolutely appreciate you and the work that you do for for the community of Gallup and the, all over, basically all every. Com- all the communities around the reservation, you've pretty much covered is with your with your Chis for Che. Um, that I absolutely love that. If you guys don't know what Chis for Che is, Chis for Che is a it's a it's a how would you say if, like how it's how, a how would you well, explain it, Lauren? It's it's a drunk idea, um, and that's what I tell people. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a it's, if they really want to know the true story, it's it's a drunk idea that happened years 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 ago. Um, me and my friend Wes, we were drinking at my place a long time ago, and just kind of having these like party vibes. And it was just a chill moment. I remember it was a summer night. We we're just chilling out and um, having a few beers, and <clears throat> and uh, we just got to that point where everybody else gets to that point when they're drinking. They have these like cool ass ideas of like, yeah, you know, we should do this, take over the world, and then conquer everything. And and people get to that moment, you know, you see it on the street, you see it in parties, you see it at events. You know, there's just some kind of like secret, like emotion of camaraderie that people want to like get together and take over everything. So that kind of feeling took over on both of us. And we're like, you know, it'd be really cool if we like got to, you know, just went out to the woods and uh, mountains and got some wood and just dropped it off for some random grandma, grandpa, and just left it there and then walked away and not say anything, you know, then we, we, then we're like, yeah, that'd be cool. Then we just started thinking about it more and talking about it more and, and um, just kind of coming up with this like concept of it. And then we, we started talking about the name, like we're just goofing around and Chish for Che came up and we're like, yeah, we'll call it Chish for Che. And then like, we were just joking. But for me, like that really stuck with me and it stuck with me for a long time until like I decided to get sober. That's when I decided, you know, like I, should do that like i really feel like that's something i need to do because it kept it kept calling me it kept saying to, to go for it but there was also you know <clears throat> people that don't know you know have struggled with alcoholism or addiction or any addiction in general like you become very selfish a very selfish person um you know you you're able to lie bend the truth make people believe you manipulation um break a lot of promises and so you become that person like a con artist type person so you're very selfish and you think about how am i going to get paid to do something and that's the world we live in it's like we live in this world where i got to get paid to do the work and nobody really thinks about like it's just the the the, the, how it's going to give back and for me that's what i was going through for a long time i actually didn't jump on the idea for 
years because of that. I was just thinking, how can I get paid until like when I was really working on my sobriety, I just said, you know what, screw it. Like, let's, let's do it. I was saying, let's do it. Like there's a group of us, but it was just myself. All right, let's do it. And, um, did my first couple of loads by myself and it kicked my ass because I I was overweight and I was struggling with like getting healthy again because I just, you know, stopped all the drugs and alcohol And so I was like almost 300 pounds. And so a lot of this other stuff was just like battling my, my, my physical being on top of like what I wanted to do. So, but at the end of the day, when that wood got to that certain elder, it it made me feel good. It was like that Grinch moment where my heart grew 10 times bigger. And for some reason that, that became the new addiction for me. That became the new thing of like, wow, this feels badass. Like I really like this. And I don't, it didn't cost much. That's what was one of the, one of the thoughts. It didn't take much time to do it. It was fun. I was outdoors and I enjoyed it. Um, so I kept doing it and doing it. And then pretty soon, like I was hitting the gym at the same time. I was getting healthier. I was getting stronger. I was getting back on track. My mind was getting back on track. And then after a while, I was like, it, it, year, it was already like a couple years in and I was doing this by myself. And then, um, I kind of started having people join in here and there, but like after a while I started inviting more people and more people and more people. And then pretty soon just became this big movement where we have a bunch of people hauling wood for elders and delivering wood for free without charge. And we don't even know these people. And then like the, the, the deeper end of it was like, I lost my grandparents. I lost my grandparents on my, my mom's side and on my dad's side. So for me, it was like, I'm going to steal your grandparents and make them mine. I'm going to take care of them as much as I can with firewood. And so those, we, we try to reach the people out in the rural areas. So anybody listening that's not Navajo and not from the, the Four Corners region, our area is vast and huge. Like you're dealing with a 400-mile radius of space and opportunity that you uh, don't realize is just just the great Southwest. That's why they call it that. So anywhere you stand is like 400 miles of Navajo Nation, and um, and that's that's a big 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 ass place, you know, to you know find elders where they need you know firewood, water, food, supply, all kinds of stuff. And now with we're dealing with the pandemic stuff um, and the virus, it's it's um, causing more need. So we haven't really stopped. We've just been you know adding on food and supply. It's it's a community effort. It's self-funded and we're grassroots and we get volunteers all the time. And a lot of our volunteers um, have come from the street, you know, come from the street. Day one started off at the street. And my deal is like, I'll sell you sobriety. You know, like people sell cars. I sell sobriety. I sell you an idea of a better life. I sell you an idea of, of another way out. And if you can give me one day, I'll, I'll mind, I'll mind ninja your head, your brain into thinking like you can do it. You can do something different. There's a, there's another way. And then bring in more options. Like, all right, dude, like, I'll get you into a shelter tonight and tomorrow I'll pick you up and then we'll do it again. We'll do it again and we'll do it again. And after a while there's consistency, there's a foundation. And then there's like this belief again, like, okay, I, I'm getting my shit together. The same thing I was going through. And so at that point, you know, next thing you know, they're three years in and they're sober and you know, they're running their own groups and, the, the, that's always like the the thing of it and and those are like the secret stories people don't know about um 
And for me, it's like, it's not about bragging about it either because now like we're dealing with this pandemic and the virus, but the other pandemic and viruses we're dealing with is the whole look at me going on. There's a lot of people like, look at me, I'm, I'm handing out this, look at me, I'm delivering this. It's like, and then, I don't know. And we've been doing this for nine years and it's like, we, we don't, we're not, we're not posting up like that. And oh, yeah. it's, it's just, it's a, we try to keep it humble and we understand protecting your peace because like, you know, it's good that you, you're out there, you're advocating, you're promoting and stuff and maybe you have a, a, a need to get more funding or something like that. But the really, the reality is, is like, you don't need a whole lot of money to do the work. But um, the thing about, you know, it's really trying to keep things going is like protecting your, your balance again, protecting your peace. Because once you start saying, Hey, I'm doing this, like you invite all these other devils, all these other genies, all these other people that want to bring you down and tear you up. And it just makes things harder. You don't need that. So I try to be that, that force within the mud and the mud oil and water going on in the world. And, um, just try to, uh, Get people sticks out of the mud. Okay, yeah. See that that's something that's amazing about you. Like most people don't see the the you try to express yourself to be a humble guy, and I understand that you're a great guy. Let's be honest, you're an amazing person. And for all the listeners listening in, let Lauren's story, like what he just told you, his 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 his, his what he went through with the Chiz for Che and how it went from something small, a small idea from someone he was just messing around to something big. It was a movement that he created himself. Let that be a goal for you guys. That if you guys want something, and even if it's just you're joking around, but if it sticks with you, like he said, he stuck. He it stuck with him from the from the moment <laughs> he started started being wanted to sober up. He he's a recovering alcoholic. I the. He's a recovering alcoholic, and he's the reason why I I do what I do. And he's he's one of my biggest inspirations, Lauren. I want you to know that you're one of my biggest inspirations. That's why uh, around March, I think it was March or February, I contacted you. I wanted to give back to the community. I want I saw what you were doing, and it it it, it touched me. It touched my heart, and I really wanted to like. I wanted to start something basically how you did, but I knew I couldn't, I, I couldn't fill the shoes that you did, but it's, 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 it was a start. But when I messaged you, you said you would help me. And I really appreciate that. But this, that was, that was before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I was really looking forward to starting the, 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 the drive that I had going forward. But you, you know, the, the stuff happens, the pandemic, we didn't know this was going to happen and it happened and and it ruined a lot of our plans for 2020. Mm -hmm. But I just really want to thank you for you doing what you do for the for the reservation in general, the, the community, the surrounding community. No one, let, let's get this straight. No one told Lauren to go out there and go deliver wood to anybody and any elders, stuff like that. No one told him to do that. It's out of the kindness of his heart. It's because he, he wants to do it. It's because he sees he what he saw going through when he when alcoholism he I, don't, I wouldn't know how to put it but you just had a vision you stuck with it and you're giving back to the community something that I wanted to do for so long but I thought I was in that part where like I was in that stage of well how am I, how am I going to fund this how am I going to get this through how am mm -hmm. I, I was in the stepping stones of that yeah. and then you just 
and what you just explained is that just go for it. Mm-hmm. You're known for taking risk, Warren. Let me be honest. You're known for taking risk. We've messaged each other a few times. We've talked to each other a few times. Heck, I met this guy trying to lose weight. I took that big risk in losing a lot of weight. Let me be quite honest. I was about almost 250 when I first met Lauren. And I met through my parents, my mom, and my family. They went to one of his community workouts. So let I understand we're on the topic of the Chids for Chay topic, but is it all right if we, Lauren, if it, is it all right if we move over from that to it's it's gonna go it's gonna go all over because like it's it's very complex you know like i'm doing one thing and i'm doing the next it's hard to keep up even with myself like uh you know what's going on uh but yeah definitely man you know we met through you know the iron warrior stuff and that the iron warriors like started i think seven years ago and the those and what it was is is a group workout where you don't really use weights or anything i mean if we had weights we'd probably use them but we we use the open field and and using your own body weight calisthenic type workouts and high intensity and really kick your ass and a lot of people got in shape a lot of people really found community within each other and support one another and and the groups got huge at one point and we took it down uh a lot after we moved from one location to another, but um, you know, those, those are the challenges you do and you just got to keep on going. And um, yeah, man, I'm really proud of you too, dude. Like, you, you know, you made a lot of, a lot of big changes. And I, I remember when both your cheeks were pretty big and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but you know, like from then to now, man, it's like totally, totally went a whole different person. And, and uh, so it's really great to see your progress and things moving. And uh, I think it's important, like people, you know, listening and that check this out. Like if they're going to start something like you, you wanting to start something and you had those struggles of like how to get started or what to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm here, you know, for anybody listening, I'm here because like with this whole pandemic stuff too, like people are starting these like, you know, relief, you know, efforts or these different um campaigns going on to get out there and do something because people want to do something people want to get out there and try to help um but then after a while that that other that other sickness that's out there is the whole look at me thing and that can affect people that can affect your group that can affect your movement um so being cautious of that and then also you know dealing with backlash because you're not going to get make everybody else happy Uh, people are going to be unsatisfied that you don't you don't do enough or you're you're doing too little or too much you know or you're helping out one person more than the other so there's a lot of backlash too and then you just gotta again protect your peace because you know you can't satisfy everybody so no matter if it's like a a relief effort or a community effort or you know even like a, a fitness group you know it's it's um you know just taking those small steps and working with it oh yeah and i absolutely understand everything you just said and then I, I know what you mean. The, the the groups of Iron Warriors, when I showed up, it was a big thing. I, I was about, uh, I don't remember, I, I think it was 2015, I showed up at like around 2015, 2016. My family invited me. They, they, they met you through, you know, my mom, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you met her, they invited me to the workout. They said, can you do it? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, heck yeah, I could do it. And and when I when I did, I thought it would be easy. They they told me what you did, and and you were and you were very vocal, and and you're very and you, like you, the way with you had a way with your words and 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 stuff that 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 made people want to go go do more. They wanted to go one more, 
And when I when I showed up, let me be on long story short, I showed up, this guy kicked my ass. This the, the workouts that he had planned, muscle Monday, throw up Thursday, it was two days out of the week. This guy kicked my ass those two days out of the week. I was sore from Monday to Thursday, Thursday to Monday. That's how that's how bad this this guy worked us out. This is how hard that he he worked us out, but he worked us out because he wanted to shape he wanted us to see a better in ourselves. Because I remember one thing that you told me is that our the body, the mold that we're in right now, the body that we're in, is only temporary. You you have to start creating your own. The the, the I I, for, I forgot what it was, but you you wanted us to create our own way, of, like but not of having to have that look at me, like you know you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, and you told us that that I remember this is like whenever I'm working out or whenever I'm running, it's and and I'm and I'm. And I'm sweating really hard. I just think of those times of Iron War and 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 those those inspirational words that you that you left on all of us, uh, the, everybody that's worked out with you. That and and when when I do sweat, I sweat pretty bad. I sweat pretty hard. I I just think of those words. It's just it's just crying fat. It's crying fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's crying fat. It's crying calories. And I understand that. And and I absolutely loved it. So that's another thing about this guy. He he charged no one. Absolutely no one. To go out there and to go get a free workout to better themselves, and I'm pretty sure it made Lauren's day to see them actually come week after week, even if they if they struggled to make it, they 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 were there on time, and, mm-hmm. and they made and they made sure of it that they weren't gonna miss his workout, even if they were like five minutes late. Lauren would still welcome him with open arms, and and this guy basically saw me grow up through high school. He basically saw me go from a 240 to or 250 pound pound kid to a to who i am now 170 pounds i believe 170 180 pound guy and lawrence really inspired me to do what i do like he's the one that pretty much kicked off my my weight loss journey that took place from 2015 all the way to i think i'd say about last year and i'd ask Mm -hmm. him for tips i'd ask you lauren knows this i'd ask him for tips i'd ask him for help uh hey how do you what what should i eat what uh, how do you make your protein shakes? What kind of body lift should I do? And and he helped me out through all of that. And and I really appreciate this guy for that. And like he said, it's going to go all over the place. And we're on the fitness topic. I absolutely love it. Fitness, it's my life. It, I don't know. Lauren, Lauren uh, how, do you, how do you deal with not... You, you had a post, uh, you, you going to the gym... And, and 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 you said you're an active you you're an active guy. You go to the gym. Uh, how do you deal with it now that the coronavirus, the, the pandemic that's going on, it's open. I, I mm-hmm. the local gym is open, but I see you still choose to work out at home. And is there any like I have like n- no one has much of a like like a setup that I do. But it, the point is, is if you got weights, you're gonna work with what you got. So Lauren, I want to ask you. How is it to work out at home with very limited, very limited uh, access to anything? You know what I mean? Just like working with what you got. And and to be honest, I heard you're seeing results. So, so, so go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, for a lot of people that uh, don't know this, and maybe you don't know this, but like last year, I had a really bad accident on um, a movie set. I was doing a, a Netflix movie out in Nashville and um, involved um, – 
horses and um <clears throat> so the the character i was playing he's a he's a mercenary cowboy and we're supposed to run across this open field and this horse i had was super naughty didn't want to cooperate and uh, long story short we're hauling ass on this open field and the horse decides to stop and i don't fall off i hang on the horse says oh this guy's still on me and it starts bucking and about the third buck um, I fly up in the air and I see my cowboy boots up in the blue sky and actually, you know, it hit the back of my head on the ground and um, I was out and I ended up in the hospital. Uh, had a tough time trying to remember things and I still kind of do. Um, now and then I kind of have these issues like, like a couple weeks ago, we we're up in the mountains doing some cattle work and I forgot my cousin's wife. I forgot who she was. I kind of had a sense like I know who she was, but I totally spaced out her name. And I, I was like, who's this girl? Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until like, it wasn't until we threw the cow down and we're, you know, trying to do some tagging and, and vaccination type stuff. And I was like, Oh, Kayla, that's right. And it finally snapped in. So like things kind of pop in slowly. And the other thing that had happened with that accident was that um, I ended up with um, partial paralysis and nerve damage. And um, after my uh, that had happened after my brain had gone down on swelling because it had um, really uh, hit my head pretty good. Um, so um, the recovery portion of that was like I had to start all over again, you know, really like working with like like two pounders, five pound weights, dumbbells and just moving super slow. And I got back to basics of using time and tension where you're repping out a full range of motion, but you're going as slow as possible. And at the peak of the movement, you're flexing your muscles. So say if you're working your bicep and I would use uh, the weak arm and just focus on concentrating on it and really having a, a really strong mind to muscle connection. So when I would flex the heck out of it, it would burn and then I would release and repeat until like I would like my arms about to fall off. So I was working like that for a while. And then each week as time went on, I bumped the weights up a little bit and everything and, you know, learning my balance again uh, was another thing too. So for squats and so I had this goal, I had this goal that I was going to get back to, you know, pushing um, four four fifty five was the goal by April. You know, I wanted to hit it by my birthday. And so I was working on that and I've done four fifty five before on squats easily but this whole thing had changed everything for me. So I was starting over again. Um, and um, so I was working my way up and it was like a big process from lift, just lifting the bar by itself, adding 10 pounds. Pretty soon I was doing the 45s on one side and then finally getting up to 315 and just really getting better at it. <clears throat> and um, the pandemic hit and I kind of like was keeping an eye on it. And thinking like, they're going to shut down the gyms. I know they're going to do it nationwide. I know they're going to shut it down. So I was trying to, you know, hustle and grind, make every day count and uh, try to get that 405 at least. And, um, and it, when it, and the day that uh, they were going to close the gyms, <clears throat> uh, I knew it was there because everybody was just bummed out. The hardcore at the gym were all like bummed out. And oh, yeah. it, it was a, just an emotional moment. And, and, uh, didn't hit me until like I said you know what I'm gonna do this fuck it I'm gonna rack up 405 um and I did wrap my knees got into that bar came under and I hit it full rep for three reps and racked it up and I just started crying uh I I, I just was really emotional because like I come so far 
and I know I got more in me. I know I got more to get to that 455, and I can't because I don't have a squat rack. I don't have 45. All I got is two dumbbells, and they're 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was just, like, really just, like, going through a lot of emotion of, like, you know, like, you know, um, people don't understand that. A lot of people don't understand, like, it's just a gym, you know. It's just oh, – yeah. It, but for a lot of us, it's therapy. It's yep, it's it it's it's our it's our recess. It's our time away from all the other things going on in our lives. It's it's a reset to our our balance again. And so with this, is like I was lost, man. I was just like, what am I gonna do? Like they were saying two weeks, and I already knew like it's not gonna be two weeks. It's just just the way things were playing out, and how people were acting a fool out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, running at that time, toilet paper was beyond (laughs) scarce yeah it was nuts and so at that point you know i was like all right i gotta take care of myself i gotta stay healthy because acting is my bread and butter you know and and so with that like i gotta stay healthy just in case i get called out for for work um and i can't be you know putting myself goofy situations so i had, had to be really aware of that but then also like while i was you know i took you know, a couple of days off, but after a while, I was like, I need to do something. So then, um, I got some junk together. Um, I started looking around at what I could do. You know, I even put up a video where you can work out with your couch, and I did that. I was doing like this um, um, workout called Tabata, where you use music and you're you're hitting a movement, uh, say like body squats or push-ups or sit-ups for like 20 seconds and then you rest for 10 seconds then you hit another 20 seconds so you do like four rounds of that and it it gets your heart going and it really you know gives a good burn but i knew i needed more too and i really thought about iron warriors i really got back to that iron warrior mentality of getting back to the basics of using your body weight using calisthenics and um then i started looking at what do i have around the house that i can use and I, i found you know our um our dumbbell, the dumbbells, uh, old, an old jump rope, um, tires, a digging rod and railroad ties. So then I started doing that. I put chains around the railroad ties and I was deadlifting that, uh, I got underneath the railroad ties and I was, I was, um, doing, um, like a bench press with it. And then I learned how to, you know, turn it into a squat and a, and a, a shoulder press oh, as yeah. well. And so there's different things I was doing with that. And I was just doing them in different sets. And after a while, like I just started changing things up to where um, I can work on, you know, specific body parts and isolation. And, and so like, I really developed more chase strength, you know, that old man, like chase strength where you're like, you're just out there. There's something special and beautiful about your own sweat hitting mother earth. it's it's a beautiful thing you know working out in the sun working out in the heat like it just helps with your endurance it helps with like your grit because like as native people we have a lot of grit that calls out to us all the time like we have this they they, people say we we need to be a warrior you know all these non-natives we need to be a warrior but they don't have Mm -hmm. the they don't have that warrior blood like they don't have they don't have all this stuff that it takes and 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 see like um our people can rage our people can you know <laughs> it, it's it's there's a lot of energy there's a lot of fierceness in it so we need to get out with there's a craving to be outside there's a craving that in our inner side that light that we have and we 
uh, earlier about how I talk to talk to everybody or talk to you about, you know, our bodies are temporary. And not only is oh, it yeah. temporary, but it's also, you know, our soul, our our light, the, the that power that we're given is is dwelling within our bodies. It's living within our bodies. So therefore that's all we really need. It's all we you really don't need all this fancy stuff. We don't need all this different things. I mean, because if you think about old school natives, we didn't have all that stuff. We didn't have oh, yeah. what what we're doing with now. So um, we're we're not putting our problems on on social media where we, you know we hash them out with our family. We hash them out through prayer and stuff like that. So I've been doing a lot of prayer, man. That's helped out a lot too. And I think you know a lot of people you know that struggle like I did. I struggled my battles with God all like for a long ass time. Oh, I was yeah. a, yeah. I was an ang- angry guy, like just like why me and all this stuff and. But, you know, I really um, had to um, succumb to my own way of how I perceive my higher power. And that's how I use that to help other people, too, because people pray in different ways and different tribes have different vibes as well. So you look at how you yourself can connect with that. And I've always connected my higher power through the gym. Like when I go to the when I go to the gym, it's church. When I go to the gym, it's my spirituality. And so when that whole pandemic happened and they they closed the gyms, they took that away from me. And I felt so vulnerable. I felt so powerless. And then I really realized, like, damn, like, I just gave so much power to the gym. You know, now that I'm three months in on working out in the backyard, like, like, I have the power now. Like, I'm, I'm making gains. I'm making more progress, I feel, now than I ever did before and that's pretty crazy to say with no weights and it's just really maintaining my diet compared to my lifestyle now because it's changed our lifestyles are changing now and see now people now people are eating like crazy and they're not and they're not and they're not doing their normal life before where they were at least going to work you know at work they were maybe at least walking a little bit but now nobody nobody's doing that they're becoming one with the couch and they're they're becoming the binge champions and it's 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 nuts it's not it's not um the way we're supposed to be respecting our bodies you know our bodies are meant to be moving and being out and doing stuff and that's that's the best way you can stay healthy really yeah i I know what you mean and and all everything you said it's it's truth it's truth our our bodies are 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 meant to be healthy we got to treat them with respect we got to treat them we have to love our bodies. So, so, so people, if you're listening to to me and Lauren's talk here, go and 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 if you feel like going out there, going go go do something. Go. You don't have to, but look at you're investing in your health. You're looking long term. You're not just going to be looking short term. But it's it's all right if you don't see results. It's all right if you don't got any weights. It's all right if the gyms are closed. You actually don't like Lauren said. You don't need all of that stuff. To get a, to have to get where you want to be, uh, health uh, health wise, you you can go out there and do cardio. For me, I'm a runner. I I love to run, and when I run, I feel great. It's a stress reliever, as I've said before in the previous episodes. And running is a great tool, and it's grew it, it, running around on the reservation, the Navajo Nation. It's it's been here for years and years, and it's gonna continue to be here. And I've seen how it's taken over families. It's been it's 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 been raised in families. People were born into it. Like 
I wasn't born into it, but but I was I was raised by a runner, and he like I don't know it finally clicked when I was fifth, uh, 16, 15 that I wanted to start running, and I grew from there. So you don't have to have all the luxuries of of weights and and benches and and stuff like that. Go out there, go do something. Work with what you got is basically what you got to do. Lauren's Lauren just said he's working with basically whatever he has. And to be honest, that's what I started with. I didn't have the luxuries that I have now. Um, I had to work. I had to start from the bottom. I started with the same thing Lauren did, about five-pound dumbbells, five-pound plates, and, and I worked from there. I had I had 35-pound dumbbells a set, but that was it. And then I had to work from there. I had to find a way to – I had no bench, I had no squat rack, I had nothing. But you have to find a way to work with what you have. And if you work with what you have – then ultimately you'll see growth, you'll see strength, and you'll see that, that long-term that, that you feel great. And, and to be honest, it does feel great to work out, to do anything. You're going to feel the best you probably felt no matter what it is. So if you're listening to this right now, whoever it may be, go out there, go do something, go invest in your health, look at it long-term, like I said, and then you're going to feel, you're, you're going to thank us later that, it, that it, you, you just feel way better about yourself. Whether if it's any type, if it's any type of workout, even if it's just a brisk walk, go and do it, because you're good, guaranteed you'll feel a hundred times better. So, Lauren's an actor. I I know that Lauren's an actor, and and Lauren's a great actor. Let's be honest. He he's I've, I haven't seen him in any movies yet. But I was really looking forward to the Netflix series that he was about to be in, the Netflix movie, right, Lauren? It was a Netflix mm-hmm. movie. I, I was, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing that one. Never, uh, is, I, is it out on Netflix? No, not yet. It's not gonna yet. be. It's supposed to be released this year. Okay, there's like, cool. there's a lot of things just pending, you know. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll get some stuff out soon. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's just a lot of things that are pending, and like you said, uh, what's going on with the virus and whatnot. And uh, Lauren's an actor, so make sure you guys look out for that movie this year on Netflix. Show my boy some love. He was also on uh, Red Dead Redemption, if you did not know. Right, Lauren? Red Dead Redemption. I believe it was the second game, the third installment. I don't remember. But Lauren is on that game. He is featured on that game. Yep, that was a lot of fun. We worked on that. I worked on that for five years. They did a full eight years to develop that Red Dead Redemption 2. And my character's name is Peta. So I did the motion capture for that. Then I also did the voice over acting. So I've been doing more voice over acting I've um, done voiceover acting for another podcast, um, which does does like a, a social justice um, issues dealing with like old school like stories from way back in the day, and they modernized them. Um, so that one's called Frijoles de oh, uh, Frijoles Via Ros. It's like uh, <laughs> I can't. It's like it's it's um beans and rice, which which stands for in English. So um, that's um, available. Uh, all over as well um i've done voiceover for uh puppetry so i did a navajo puppet show um that has yet to be released too it's supposed to be like sesame street but for in navajo so i do the voice of max chi um and then i do the puppetry for him too uh so that i did have done that and then um i recently um got on with a company called romero games and the the guy that's um in charge of everything, he's the guy that created Doom. Uh, if you ever heard of that game, that turned it into a movie. 
Um, so there's a g- new game called um, Empires of Sin. It's going to be available on all of the consoles that are out there. But um, it's a game that's based off of um, of uh, the 1920s in Chicago with all the gangs and, and all the, the, the gangster stuff. So I play I play a gangster who's actually Navajo and he only speaks wow. he only speaks Navajo in the game. So you just imagine a, a gangster in the twenties who's Navajo just kicking ass and taking taking up territory over there. That's pretty cool. See Lauren's 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 a good guy. Which, honestly, he, he's probably one of the best people you'll probably ever meet. He's an activist, he's an actor, he's a weightlifter. He's a motivational speaker. This guy spoke at my graduation, um, my my graduation reception. It was the day before my graduation. Absolutely loved it. It's great. It's a small world. This guy knows my used to know my track coach. Then I entered. We, it's 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 just a small world, and that I got that those two knew each other, and that I knew bo- all, both of them, and and how we just developed great friendship. I consider Lauren a family member. I consider Lauren a brother to me just because of how much he's helped me through a lot of stuff and help how he's helped many people develop and become the people the person that they want to be not no matter where they come from no matter the background and stuff like that lauren's lauren's an activist like you said and uh and he was out there on the front lines of, in uh, 2016 the, the the pipeline issue and he he he, he stood out there he traveled he he made sure that he got from Gallup, and I believe it was to North Dakota, to make sure that they didn't do what they did. And I absolutely love this guy. I absolutely appreciate everything he's done for everybody. And, Lauren, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for everything you've done. I want the listeners to know who you are, and they, they do know who you are now, and I'm pretty sure they fell in love with you already, Lauren. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Oh, yeah. So we're getting near to the end of the podcast. So right now you get to ask me three questions. No matter no matter what it is, you get to ask me three questions. This is something I wanted to do. From this is what I introduced to the to the to. I, I I don't know. I, this is just in the description. So go ahead, shoot your shoot shoot your questions. You got three questions. Go ahead, go for it. Three questions. Yeah, you got three questions, and it could be whatever the hell you want. Go for it. All right. So who are you crushing on right now? there's no one really that's caught my attention yet i'm just too busy like let me be honest i'm a little too busy i'm caught up in a little bit of stuff i still go to work i work that nine to five job i'm my own i'm my own boss let me be honest i'm my own boss at work and I, I I run a lot, I weightlift a lot, and I'm just I I'm still a college student, so no one's really caught my attention. But uh, them aunties though, Lauren, them aunties though, they've been looking pretty nice, man. <laughs> uh, oh man, um, you know. put got to put out those uncle vibes, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my se- here's my second question: what what okay. quali- what qualifies for extreme major uncle vibes? What qualifies for extreme make major uncle vibes? Well, um, you'd have to have you'd have to have that accent. You'd have to have that 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 native tongue. You know what I mean? You, I believe that's something that you'd have to have for uncle vibes. You'd have to have um, just I, I don't I don't know to be honest. I I, <laughs> I don't know. So so if you want, you can shoot another question. You do let's make it four. I don't know what qualifies for uncle vibes, man. Uh, I think it just happens, you know. It just, it just yeah. hit, it just hits you. Next, you know, got 
Aunties yeah, running around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. Go, go for it. Shoot, shoot another one. I can do two more. Do one. This next question, and we'll do another one. All right. So now you've lost, you know, tremendous weight. You're, you're building your body back up. Um, what has been your key inspiration to go to that next level? My key inspiration? Well, I was bullied throughout high school. Let me be honest. Long story short, I was bullied throughout my whole life for being the, the, the chubby kid. And I absolutely did not like it. It made me feel bad. So I decided to better myself as a person, but better myself as in health wise, ment- uh, mental health, stuff like that. So I wanted so my so I wanted to be a better version of me, and the only way I could do that was if I if I changed. I didn't change for others, I changed for myself, and I just wanted to prove everybody. Everybody told me I couldn't do what I'm. I'm probably one hundred percent sure no one would have thought that that chubby kid a long time ago would have is doing what I'm doing now. I'm trying to get on American Ninja Warrior. I'm trying to be an elite runner and I'm trying to be the, the best person I possibly can be. And, and to be honest, the, the drive, it's just the drive that I have. Like it's, it's like a switch that flipped on. I think it's puberty, bro, <laughs> but it's like a switch that, that it's just, switch. it just clicked on me that, that I can do whatever, like whatever I want to do. And I'm all, and like you said, take risks. I took a big risk on taking that big foot step into fitness into health and not knowing anything basically but i had some help along the way with you of course my dad he's been a big inspiration on me he's been really helping me a lot and to be honest he's the one that's going to be training me getting me ready to run uh, a couple marathons that i did have i do have planned for next year trying to get a sub two hour a sub three hour marathon i hope and it's basically that you you got to put your mind to it if you mm-hmm. put your mind to it any anything's possible you can make it happen and obviously American Ninja Warrior is something I've, I, I grew up watching and now I'm trying to compete to be on the show and I, I'm ready for it. I honestly see him grow because in December, when I met, when I put out that I was going to be on that, I, that I actually signed up for the show and everybody got all this like, uh, oh, they got hyped over it. But I was like, there's just a slight chance that I won't be on it. I did get a call and I was really excited for it. And now I just got it. I got to stay ready. I, so I've seen a big improvement. It's just mm-hmm. having that drive for it. It's having that mentality to do things that I know I can do that. My body's capable of more than I know it is. I push it to the limits every week. For example, yesterday morning, I woke up at 5 a.m. just to work out leg day. It was leg day. I, I got it. I got my ass up and I made sure that I go out there and I do what I have to do. It's get in and get out just to make sure that I know it feels good to work out. I'm going to be honest. Early in the morning, early morning workout people. I love you guys. And it just feels great, you know. You know what I mean. So that that to me, a big inspiration has probably been my dad through the whole process. You, of course, you've helped me. You were probably the one that kicked it off. You started all. You helped me start all this stuff, um, losing weight and whatnot. So I just want to thank you and a big shout out to my dad for helping me for that. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Really appreciate that, dude. Like I, I never think of it as like, um, you know like it was it was because of me you know it's it's always you or you know whoever's involved that's that's their that's their deal that's their goal that's their journey and for people like myself and then you now you know we're just a part of the ride we're just part of oh, yeah. you know, we're just a part of the, the the little parts here and there 
and you, you, you we're not going to be there forever so anybody that's wanting to do a goal you know if it's going to be getting into movies if it's going to be fitness if it's going to be you know start starting a new career or going to school it's all the same you have to have a good foundation you have to have the the full commitment because if you're if you're halfway in like you're not going to you're not going to make it if you're like undecided and you're not going to make it, it's just the same way with, you know, repping out. If you do a half rep, you're going to get a half ass. It's, oh, yeah. you know, so things like that, you just got to go all in. So I'm really proud of you for that because not, not, not many people do that. And it's not until the end, until you do get down to 170 or 180. And then they ask you like, how did you do it? Before? Oh yeah. Let, let yeah. Me be honest. I'm, getting, I'm getting a lot of questions about how, how did I do it? How, 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 what do you eat? Can you help me? And I'm, I'm, of course, I'm I'm gonna message him back. I mean, like, it, it starts with you. You have to start with yourself. You got to make that push. You got to make that commitment. You have to have a goal. To yeah, if you set that goal high, and if you know you can reach it, then you can accomplish pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So now, I gave you that bonus question. Go ahead and go ahead. Shoot, shoot that last question for <laughs> before we end the podcast. Let's let's shoot that last question. Go for it. All right. So, we know you're you know Mr. Fitness now, and <laughs> <laughs> we know you got you know your business nine to five stuff going on, and then we also know that um, you're consistently you know wanting to pursue these things. But like what? are some more goals that you have in mind that it's off the top of your head that you want to want to put out there, you know, put out into the universe and say, Hey, this is what I'm going to throw out there. And then also, you know, this might be an accountability moment where we can all go back and say, Hey, I heard this on a podcast. Like how, how's that going? Or did you do it? Is it happening now? Well, of course the podcast started, I wanted to do that. And some, some new goals that I might throw out there. Um, that I want to go ahead and reach. And I know that I'm possible. And then they're not out of reach. I know I can get there, get to that stepping stone. And, and, it, and it's probably starting my own YouTube channel and a day in life of what I do, stuff like that. And it's probably some, some, some other goals are, are, are being a sports broadcaster, being a sports analyst, stuff like that. Switching my major from criminal law to being a sports broadcaster. Shoot. I may, I might even do both just because I can't, because like you said, take risks. And I'm pretty sure I, I'm confident I could do both if I wanted to. And mm-hmm. that's probably something I could do. Um, an, another thing would probably go out there and try to be an Iron Man. If the world ever turns back to normal, I'm pretty sure it will. Let's go, go out there, be an Iron Man, run a tr- try and figure out how to swim, bike, and then run 26 miles. And I'm pretty sure I could. And it's stuff like that. It's the, and other goals would be to start a community drive like how you did. I start off starting off small and then turning it into something big. It's not going to be a be a look at me moment. It's going to be mostly look at what you can do with the with the right tools and like the foundation. You're the foundation. You laid out the foundation for me of 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 me seeing you do the Chisber Chase stuff and 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 the food drives that you got. To, we're getting off topic here. This guy, ho- holidays roll around. He gives out food baskets. He, the 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 Thanksgiving, the Christmas t- stuff like that. This guy's gonna make sure you guys get fed. And I absolutely love this guy for that. But back to the topic, you just it's that foundation that you laid out for all of us, and it's just time for us to start building and adding on to it. So it'd be for me a, another goal, like I said, is to start start a foundation, uh, start like a a community drive that I know I can do. 
well, one of it was starting to, I wanted to start a coat drive during the winter for, for the homeless, start, start feeding them during the summer, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's pretty badass, man. That's pretty badass. Oh, cool, yeah. dude. Well, I'll definitely uh, keep those in, in my prayers for you to happen. And oh, yeah. if you need, if you need any support, man, it's always, always here as well. And um, anybody listening, man, I just, you know, thank you guys for, you know, supporting my bro here with his podcast and definitely share the shit out of it. If this inspired oh, yeah. you. And let um, the people know. <laughs> yeah. And it's good to listen to again. I mean, we're, we're on over 50 minutes now and that's, that's enough time to listen to something like this and just go for a walk. And, uh, you know, there's, there's many ways you can just de-escalate your life and uh, refocus, you know, take a break. Oh yeah. So Lauren, I usually end the show on a positive note. So this, this is a special, my, this is me giving to you. I want you to end the show on a positive note, go out there, give some people these positive vibes, go for it. We'll end the show on a positive note, give, give the people some, that 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 they know they can carry on for the rest of their lives uh, positively go go ahead end the show Lauren go for it all right so here's how it goes nobody ever knows anything no matter what advice you seek you already know the answer despite who you ask for advice because deep down inside you already know what the heck you want to do you just want confirmation from somebody to give you either pity excuses or encouragement Seek the encouragement, seek the hard way, seek the challenges. It may become difficult, yeah, but go for it. Because in reality, how much time do you really have? How much really time do you have to give to other people, your life, your energy, all of those things? Because you got to cut the dead weight if you want to move forward. You got to not make excuses, but understand that everything in life is never by coincidence. People listening to this, this conversation, any conversations you have with anybody, any situations you find yourself, even if you end up in jail, those are not by coincidence. Those are not by accident. Those are all on purpose. Everything in our lives were meant to be to cross paths with these certain people and situations. So with that, like you take it as a tool to learn from, you take it as an experience to expand your mind, expand your, your horizons from, and use that to your advantage because eventually you're going to grow. You're going to have thicker skin. You're not going to have every level you get to, you're going to do. So keep a positive head on everything and really focus on, on, um, I'm praying, you know, pray about the things you want because those are manifestations. If you really think about it, if you want certain things, you got to put those vibes out. If you put negative vibes out there all the time, you're always going to get what you get because life's an algorithm. Life's an algorithm. You look up stuff online, it's going to create an algorithm. It's going to become predictable. You become predictable. So don't become predictable. Think about how you can become unpredictable. You know, that's that's something about it. When you decide to do something totally different, you change your day up, you get up earlier or you go, you, you do something productive late at night. Uh, you, you become unpredictable when you start doing things. You make choices that are not usual, but they're not going to be risky to they they hurt or harm you, but they're going to you know do something that gets you closer to your goal. And those are the things that uh, we need to do. Take into accountability is is being accountable, you know, keeping yourself accountable by taking these actions that are going to help you get to those certain goals. And one small goal at a time, you're going to get there eventually. But consistency is the big thing and patience is another. So with that, you know, make sure you're aware of all of that. So those are my words to y'all. And um, 
I, I uh, want you guys all to know that I think the world of everybody and want the best for everybody. You heard it from him. Lauren Anthony, everybody. Lauren, thank you for joining me on the show. I absolutely appreciate you. I absolutely love you. I absolutely love the work that you've done for us. I appreciate you. Lauren, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yep. Thank you for listening in. I appreciate you guys. We'll catch you on the next episode of the PY3 Podcast next week, and we'll have another guest. Everybody, this is Lauren. I appreciate you guys, and he appreciates you guys. So with that, thank you guys for listening in. I love every single one of you. We're out of here. So peace out, Lauren. Peace. See you.